0: Hello, OdaFest family, and welcome back to the OdaFest podcast. I'm Jay, I've got Angelo and Nancy with me today. Hello! Wow, that was synced. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, we're glad to keep on continuing on the podcast here. Podcasts are being recorded from home, and OdaFest is still planning community content, even if we can't be together physically. We hope you're staying indoors where it's safe, and hopefully you're working on your creative projects in the meantime. Keep your eyes and ears peeled via our social media, where you can expect to hear about our uh, upcoming events. Um, We haven't put everything into motion yet, but we will be, and um, just keep your... uh, You know, you have nothing else to do, I'm sure. (laughs) You should be staying at home, so... You know put put a little bit of your attention towards social media, our social media, and we'll have some announcements coming up um, Angelo and Nancy, how are you guys doing?
1: I'm doing pretty good all things too? uh well, I have got a lot of work to do because i'm i think I said this last time, but I'm an essential employee essential you're just, you're
0: you're essential in in a in a way that a lot of people don't necessarily think of, but more or less you help keep other businesses running through the work yes. that you do.
1: Uh because I work at a data center, I'm basically the first line of support if they have any physical hardware Technical problems issues, or connectivity right? problems. Right. And I can't say who our customers are for obvious reasons or reasons that should be obvious. Uh I'm but with see. some of our customers like they are extremely essential businesses like Right. If nothing else, they have to stay online.
0: I was saying, um, honestly, like with everything that's going on, we are one prolonged internet outage away from an, an actual apocalypse.
2: Oh no. Now that you've said that, I'm Pretty running through all these really it, terrible possibilities in my head.
0: Right?
1: Because at the like, same time.
0: You yeah. can go ahead. Oh, it's just that like go like going into sort of how we had um, let's say pandemics or or major depressions or other issues of the past, such as you know the Great Depression or World War One, and like like crazy things, right? And that would stop things sort of, but people knew how to continue on, and literal infrastructure was not reliant on computer to uh, computer connectivity and and the internet. So therefore, um, but now like like they didn't have as much issue, I feel like, but nowadays. Uh, they they will have that problem just b- because you know we all rely on the internet. We're talking payment systems rely on the internet, uh, inventories, uh, uh, all sorts of electronical communication. Like I'm sure that governments might have something that can turn onto an analog system. I can, but then everyone has to fears. do things, right? Oh, really?
1: Like as far as it goes, because that's part of the of what I work with. Uh, The reality is, internet is very, very robust. It is versatile. Mm -hmm. All things considered, like one link, one connection, that's fragile as hell. Mm -hmm. Uh, But for all the important systems, you've got backups. Like here, where I work, we've got so many different layers of redundancy, we've got three different power feeds. Each of those power feeds is backed up by UPS batteries. Each of those batteries is backed up by three different generators. The generators are three different manufacturers, so that if there's a known issue with one manufacturer, the other two are different manufacturers that won't have that problem. I mean, that's
0: good to know that there's redundancies. I mean, there, then, I uh, expect that there should be, but, you know.
1: On top of that, let's say your fiber runs out. Well, then you start using copper. Let's right. say your copper runs out. Then you start using dial-up. Let's say your dial-up runs out. You start using the wireless cellular. Like There's so many different kinds of technologies that you can use that keep you up and running. And for a very practical reason, uh, a very practical example, this was back when I was working at the source. Uh, We used DSL for everything. Mm -hmm. And then suddenly our DSL router router, or modem broke in the middle of the day. Uh, We couldn't do anything. We call up our tech guy, and within five minutes, we're doing credit card transactions over dial-up, because sure. that's all we could do. And then for anything that required the internet, we took one of the cell, the display cell phones that we had and one of the display laptops, and we were tethering the Wi-Fi from the laptop to the phone right. for anything else.
0: I, I feel like... I, I accept that there's good redundancy uh, backups in case, but I think my concern would be on a major scale if something were to happen, like more than, for example, a storefront, or, you know, like we're talking an entire municipality or an entire provincial municipality, or so, like so on and so forth. Like at a very large scale, if if that were to happen in these times, things would go bad because people would try to take advantage and then people would the other people being taken advantage of wouldn't want to be taken advantage of and then they start like it's a cascading sort of reaction you know what i mean that's my concern but that's the reality
2: is what that happened to toilet paper isn't it for it to get
1: uh, that a little bad, for sure you'd basically need a full power outage oh is, i think so it's like basically it would, what i'm saying
0: but i think that's and people, at that point you've got some people with
1: larger like. things to worry about
0: sure uh nancy what have you been up to
2: uh i talked about my horrible uh temptation uh for online shopping last week so i won't go into that but <laughs> did you get
0: anything new in the last nope,
2: week no nope, no i have not pulled the plug on any anything i also haven't committed to hitting the buy button on anything yeah so Speaking no of i've actually been shopping, saving a lot of money headphones. <laughs> Ooh, headphones. Nope, nope, nope. nope <laughs> not gonna look at that. No, I have to say that because Angela.
1: my headphones were just having massive issues right now. I'm already somebody uh. who doesn't
0: like try to buy a whole lot of stuff, generally speaking. But there's nothing I've been like. I'm I've been actively not buying anything because I, the most I want is a phone. I wanted a phone a while ago, but I feel like I missed the train a little bit right now, and I feel like I'm just gonna. Wait for the new generation and, you know, I don't need to worry. Like, because the battery is the thing that's dying on my phone.
1: Okay. I don't need to
0: worry about that because I'm either at home or at work. And at work, I don't use my phone that much. We mm-hmm. just, you know, we have other communication means. So, I don't really know. Like, I, I feel like I'm just sitting here. But on the other hand, I'm saving money. So, that's great.
2: Yeah. Yeah. You am know, I'm, I'm actually saving a lot of money just staying home because I'm not. um
0: I'm, I'm ordering out.
2: Car. That's oh. my problem
0: right now. I order out for food, like, maybe at l- eh, three times a week, maybe. And that's not great.
1: Between me and Dio, we aren't ordering out more than we normally would. And while I'm buying more groceries, just because I want to be uh, more prepared in case something weird happens, uh, overall, we're not going out for dates or anything. We're not going to see movies. Right. We're not going right. to see friends. We're not They're... getting fancy stuff. You should, are you uh, so buying? So... Are you
0: are you gonna hoard gasoline? Are you gonna get some jerry cans of gas? Because it's like uh, at, what, no. like 60, per, sixty cents right now. By the I time think... I
1: would use it, I it would be dead. It would be shitty gas.
0: I think yeah. it, I think it's gonna hit forty at some point. I think it's I mean, gonna. It hit I would could, be but...
1: very surprised if it. I don't think it actually could. I'm fairly certain the taxes that we have on it are more than forty cents worth of taxes. Yeah.
2: that be. Yeah. Well, I don't know. So I've been saving a lot of money because I'm not fueling up to you know drive to work and driving out to go hang out with you guys or driving out to go on fancy dates. Right. Or anything like that. Yeah,
0: like food dates Um, or anything, right?
2: Yeah, and we're not really ordering in that much. Like we were, we were always fairly good about cooking at home, and we would have like our one odd day out every week. But now that's not happening.
0: Literally, I am waiting for a food delivery order that will probably be available for, ab- available for pickup right after the recording. <laughs> done. nice So, but huh. it, the thing that order? Oh, uh, I just ordered some like Chinese food because I like I wanted some like uh, like salt and pepper chicken and some other oh. stuff. Uh But the thing is, I'm ordering. I'm trying to make my food purchases, or most of my purchases in general. I'm trying to push towards more local businesses especially now yeah i tried to do that before uh and be more aware of that before but now i'm trying to do that even more so um at a i'm at a point where like um i'm not saying like i'm super friggin rich or anything like that local doesn't cost that much more but in these times where i know that there's like government supplements and uh, uh, uh what do you call it like uh, subsidiaries. Subsidies, yeah, yeah. Uh, Subs- yeah, not subsidiaries, subsidies, things like that. I know that they're getting some support as well, but I'd like them to know that, you know, there are customers that are going to buy from them. Um, you know, I don't need to friggin' buy everything from Amazon all the time. I don't need to buy everything from uh, a large chain all the time, you know? Yeah. Oh, yeah. So.
1: And actually, there's uh, two different businesses that, are off the top of my head, there's Old Beautiful Brewery, who recently did online orders. Yes, and so if you order it on their website before two p.m., you can get same-day delivery. Is that one of is... the
0: breweries that also is doing alcohol, like a, a like a, a sanitizer?
1: I don't know if they are. I would not. I think they're not because okay. they're still making beer.
0: Oh, <laughs> uh, fair enough. Maybe I was like wondering if they might have switched half or something like that because, but, like, I can't uh, imagine that they're producing in the same quantities. You know what I mean? Even with the same amount of equipment,
1: at the very least, they're not selling as much.
0: Okay.
2: So who else is uh, enabling? Uh, so that was really
1: good. Yeah. Uh, yeah. There's also one of our friends who runs a candy store. I think it's called Gummy Boutique, but I'm not actually sure. Oh, that's they the one. I can- they are. That's in
0: Kensington, yeah.
1: Yes, that's in Kem- Kensington. Kimmington. And And uh, so Dio, <laughs> Dio, the other day she bought a bunch of candy, some of it that I haven't had in literally decades. Yeah. Like what? There's like those, like those blue raspberry live wire candies where it's like the, the stretchy. Is that like licorice? It's kind of like licorice, but it's like blue raspberry and then it's got like some white stuff in the middle and it's nice, a little bit tart and I love it. The only I love good those. blue raspberry thing ever. Mm. She got the the marshmallow bananas. She got oh, like I remember and she got those. a lot of like the the regular stuff. She got like some high chews which are always good. She got uh some green tea Kit Kats and uh very nice. Like very nice. uh Watermelon jujubes and oh
0: oh.
2: So ordering in diabetes.
0: Yeah. Yes. Nice. I uh. What's your favorite? What are, what are your guys' favorite? F- remember like five cent candies when those existed in, in like gas stations and stuff. Um, dude, I remember there were
1: penny candies.
0: Yeah. Fucking what's your What's your favorite plebs? type of that candy? Because like there's classics like uh like remember Coke. Uh, gummies. There's... The Coke bottles are really Coke good. Bottles. I also yeah.
1: liked the, like those blue shark and dolphin ones.
0: Oh, I was not a fan yeah, of those. Yeah. I really like. Uh, 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 they're not sour Swedish cherries. Berries. Were they're good. gummy. They're the yeah. gummy berries. You know which ones I'm, I'm talking about? They're like the size of a quarter. Yeah, and they're a lot softer. Yep. Yeah,
2: I know those. Yeah,
0: Nancy, what do you um,
2: got? My favorite five cent candy. Pretty much anything that was sour, like the sour cherry blasters, oh. the sour Coke bottles. Anything that had like that sour coat. Oh, sour. um Keys. Cabbage Patch Kids. Keys. Cabbage That's kids. what they were. Oh, and the sour. I love keys. Uh, sour okay. gummy worms.
0: I don't hate sour, but I prefer I, I prefer like your general sweet uh ones instead of sour. Or if they were like you know how you can have like sour watermelon sliced gummies. I like that. Yeah. More than I sour like peaches. sour sour. Sour peaches not bad, but only when they're actually soft. I don't like the if they're a little bit dried out and stuff.
2: I mean, I don't think anyone likes it when gummies are dried out ever. Uh, I'm
0: sure some people do.
1: But... Uh, if really? They're, if they're the sour keys, I like those when you have to like really tear into them.
2: Mm-hmm. Oh, it, like the yeah. really big keys, like the ones. Right. That you yeah, do like those aren't the tappy. penny ones.
1: But yeah, oh, yeah, I love those. Oh, they're just so satisfying. <laughs> like, just. That, <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh boy! <laughs> do you remember what bubble tape?
1: Is bubble tape hell
2: yeah, yeah. i remember yeah. those
0: i think i had one of those like oh my god one, Ilya, uh, maybe like three or four years ago was the last time that cable. i remember yeah do
2: you guys remember bubblicious
0: <laughs> <laughs> are you fighting Ilya? <laughs> she's oh trying no. to eat my headphone cable okay Please on, no. on the topic of bubblicious really quick and yeah. also i think bubba hubba bubba was also like a another name for another them one. right yeah. or either that I or they're very were... similar I think but, they were
2: two separate brands. Or okay,
0: something. <laughs> my I remember when I was a kid and my parents would go grocery shopping and they would always have that kind of stuff in the checkout aisle, right? To like always, get you, like always. The, the 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 what do you call it? The
2: checkout aisle.
0: Yeah, like no, no, no. That but like aisle the the impulse what's buys. the? Sorry, what's the impulse buys? Impulse buy, yeah, for sure, that's it. And I remember, okay, the flavor wasn't exactly amazing but I could literally smell uh, the watermelon-flavored ones every I time I passed the aisle. I was just thinking
2: that one. The that watermelon one was, one like, was always. Yeah. It was extra fragrant. There was something about it that, yeah. like, the, it could really the wrappers you. that it came in literally could not contain yeah. that smell.
0: And back in the day, it was maybe, like, a dollar, maybe a dollar fifty. So my parents would be like, ah, sure, like, maybe once uh, every couple of months or something, I might, I'd probably get it. You know, uh,
2: the thing I remember most about those is just how much bigger they were than like a regular piece of gum.
0: Right. And also um, Tic Tacs. Oh. Remember Tic Tacs? Yeah. Especially I still bef- love orange Tic Tacs. Yes. But when they colored in the individual pill as opposed <laughs> to the box, now they are just make them in white and the box yeah. is what's colored mostly.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I remember. When like they were clear boxes and like the Tic Tacs oh. were actually colored inside. This
0: yeah. is this is turning into a nostalgia podcast. You know, but when it's you un- used to go fun. to like
1: Canadian Tire with your yeah. dad, and they would always have <laughs> those like stacks of giant suckers, like the, the big round lollipops. Oh yeah, sort of like and the juke were juke juke the different they were interesting, yeah. all the different interesting flavors.
0: Mm-hmm. This is oh, turning into a nostalgia best. podcast, but candy nostalgia. Uh, here's the thing. <laughs> It seems like so long ago. You know what also seems so long ago? 2 months ago. <laughs> Last month was the longest year I've ever lived. <laughs> That's what no. it feels like, right? Oh man. So like but like all the the worst part is is like nothing this is this sounds weird, but nothing extraordinary happened in a way. Like we all mostly we all got went to work. We mostly all you know, did the same things that we would normally do, like grocery shop and, and, you know, maybe drive around a little bit and, and things like that. It's just like, but it just felt so long because there's no more separation between, I don't know. I feel like, like segregation I feel like of November
1: was works. the last normal month.
0: You think so? What was like, so bad December about December? is, is it's like, December, holidays?
1: nothing bad. It's just holidays. Fair so enough. it's not a normal month. It's a normal December, but it's not a normal month. Yeah. Uh, January, three years into the new year, World War III was beginning. Mm-hmm. Really? Uh, and so and Australia was, was high burning. tension. Australia was Australia burning. was on fire. Yeah, in February, things about uh, COVID nineteen started appearing in the news. It's like
0: yeah, a little bit. February
1: sure. was those news clips in a zombie apocalypse movie. Yeah, where <laughs> things start going wrong. It's true, that was February
0: um oh speaking of zombie and then march
1: was just march
0: speaking of like zombie slash like infection stuff um not actually about covid but uh i'm part of like a a couple of online communities and one of them there's like a few nice folks that sort of gather unused game codes for for trade and i had a like i had one for sort of a strategy game that i knew i wasn't going to play so i gave that one away and i got back in return uh like a sort of Good game that I never played before, but kind of want to play. Uh Dead Island.
2: Oh yeah. Oh, okay. I haven't played it, but I've heard of it.
0: Yeah, like I just got a free game How code is it? for that. I haven't, I haven't started yet because I've been friggin' stuck on Stardew Valley because. Ooh. Okay, first of all, before I want to get before Stardew Valley, <laughs> real quick here. Dead Island looks really fun. I hear there's a couple of bugs, so it's not exactly like game of the year game, but and and obviously it's a little bit older now. But I got the remastered version from this game code, so I'm looking forward to it. People are saying it looks nice and it plays pretty fun. So it'll be, it'll be some, like, I, I remember the trailer. The trailer back in, like, I don't know, 2008 or something like that looked really good. Oh my god, it's 2008
2: an old... was over 10 years ago. What the heck? I'm
0: pretty sure it's that old, Dead Island trailer. Dead
1: Island? Yeah, it's about that old. Yeah, It like came that's out that's not that. very long after Left for Dead. So no, sorry, I, uh, I, that's a lie. That's it's, like a it was like 2010. Old.
0: It was like 2010, 2011. Oh, okay. But still, that's okay. still, you know. But okay, Nancy, go ahead. But after that, I'm gonna get into Stardew Valley.
2: <laughs> um, I've been playing through my backlog while we've been at home, and uh-huh. it it's kind of one of those things that uh, I always said I would I would play through given the time, and so we're finally doing it. We're playing through the Final Fantasy 13 series. So we finished the first
1: mm-hmm. game. I'm so sorry. Uh,
2: <laughs> I, I know I know we've so revelations about the first game I've played it before playing it through with Sean mm-hmm. and playing through it together we decided to play it in Japanese and I hated every character significantly less in Japanese I don't know why oh wow
0: Weird. we
2: have many theories as to why but I think it's because of the scripting and the voice acting so that's Those are my condensed thoughts about the first game. The second game was, uh, aside from the beef I have with how they designed Sarah, the gameplay was actually pretty fun because they got rid of all the jank that was in the first game when it came to the actual battles and stuff. Plus there's a little bit of like a Pokemon-ish-esque component to it because you run around collecting monsters to add to your party as like party members. And then you design your battle tactics around what they do. Um, And now we're on the last game. So we're on Lightning Returns. I am extremely underwhelmed by the new music, which actually isn't that much because for the most part, all of the songs I keep hearing are rehashes of songs from the previous two games, or... Their rehashes of songs from other Final Fantasies. Case in point, we're running around playing as Yuna right now because, of course, surprise, surprise, you can dress up as Yuna in both her 10 and 10 2 outfits. And depending on which one you defeat your monster in when you happen to win, it plays the battle theme from the respective game that you're dressed from.
0: Mm-hmm. So.
2: For the most part, like 80 percent of the music that I've enjoyed out of this game was all from previous games,-hmm, instead of any new music that they've introduced in this one. And um, it's kind of weird, too, because they've got this very religious undertone, and I don't know how I feel about that. Like the gameplay is pretty fun, but you're literally wandering around a world that's about to essentially hit Ascension. Mm-hmm. Or rapture, or whatever, and you're go- running around saving souls, and I'm just like, this is very. I really hope the storytelling takes it in a way that I don't think it's going. So I don't know.
0: Uh, this. So what you've said right now, like all about Final Fantasy Thirteen, is literally the most I know about the game, because <laughs> up because... until this, up until this podcast, up until your 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 uh, your you know your your experience here. The only thing I knew about it that I heard had heard from like reviews and things like that, because the reviews don't always talk about story, right? Is that yeah. it's sort of a very like railroady game? It's okay. sort of like walking through a hallway. It's like very linear. Is that right?
2: Uh, the first game was very very linear. Right. I think the first like fifty hours of the first game was extremely linear. It was like a forty hour long tutorial almost because at some point they let you off the rails and all of a sudden you have this huge open world concept and all of a sudden you're actually allowed to break loose from all of the artificial restrictions they've put on your gameplay up to that point. So it, because they did it that way, it up until you get to that open world point it does feel like you're very like stuck in a rail car and you're following the rails as you go Mm -hmm. um that was very true for the first game the second game was very non-linear because it was essentially built around the whole concept of time travel and visiting alternate timelines that you ultimately end up creating yourself i
1: started um, playing uh the second game because so i started playing uh final fantasy 13 2 when i got Mm -hmm. a ps3 uh, Did you play because the first I game got, first? It was, Hell no.
2: Okay. I
1: went in blind. And Dio okay. just told me it was an awful game. And I was like, yeah, it can't be that bad. And uh-huh. I got it because it was super cheap. Because uh, okay. I was just buying clearance stuff from the store. So I played for about three hours. And two and a half hours of that was cutscenes. Yep. And uh, the 30 minutes where I was actually playing was a hand tutorial. And it explained things so badly that I just never touched the game again.
2: So I will say that playing the first game gives you better context on how the mechanics work in the second game, because they basically took the first game fixed up a bunch of the weird jank like in the first game and the second game you don't really control where your characters move around on the battlefield the ai just kind of yeah you know tells your characters to strafe a little bit this way or that way or back up or walk closer or something but you don't really control their movement on screen and in the first game if your party leader was the one that ko'd it was game over like right away but at least in the second game, if party leader KOs, it switches you over to one, like, any other person in your party. Okay. And, like, understandably, that was, like, one of the, the things that was really RNG death. hmm about the first game, because like you'd be doing perfectly fine, and then all of a sudden, party leader gets one shotted, and then despite the fact that the rest of your party is fine, it's game over, and then you gotta do it all over again. And that happened more than once, like more than a handful of times, and it was really frustrating. But considering that, was just, that it this was, was not a
1: good experience going into it, and so I was just like, I don't wanna play this game.
2: Oh, that's totally fair, I'm I can that... totally understand that.
1: I have like but no I... in- no investment in this, so. Great, deal was proven right.
2: So, interestingly enough, I think playing the entire trilogy in very quick succession actually gave me more ability to enjoy the games because you weren't separated by years and years between each game. That's fair. But, like, I still am not super blown away by this. Like, I'm not going to make outlandish claims about how much I love these games. They were fun, mm-hmm. and I'm glad I played them, but I don't know if I if they have a whole lot of replayability, because mm-hmm. like, we're, we're talking about, so the first game I had already played all the way through once, and then we did it together in Japanese, and then the second game I played partway through, and I never finished it, so playing that in Japanese was interesting. Right. Playing the third game, this is the first time either of us has played the, first, the third game, and it's been interesting, but again, the storyline has some really weird, like, undertones to it, and I don't know how I feel about it.
0: What is Angelo doing? He's leaving. He has left. Wow.
2: Are you serious, man?
0: Yeah. I just st- bored y- Angelo y- out of the room. Yeah, I could see that. Um oh, <laughs> <laughs> Ilya was begging to go outside. Sorry. I, see. Uh, um,
2: oh, other can I get Other things I need to replay, Witcher 3. Because I screwed it up oh. the first time and I missed an entire like in like. You didn't screw it up.
0: Stuff. You just played it in a different way. I uh,
2: did not play it the right way. Can anyway. I tell?
0: Can I tell you why I've been playing so much Stardew? I have.
2: Oh yes, please Hold tell on. me why you're obsessed with Stardew
0: though. So I sold my Switch. I sold my yes. Switch okay. to an a fellow Odofest member uh, because I wasn't playing anything. I said I said this on last podcast. It was just you know it's gathering, it was gathering dust. And, I
2: appreciate
0: that. Yeah, I just, I'm not that kind of person. I have never played a game of Animal Crossing. Uh, like, not because I think I would hate it. It's just, it never came up, and I would be playing, like, Harvest Moon, because uh, like, I also really like Harvest Moon, and Sardu is obviously like Harvest Moon. Yep. I sold it to my friend. My friend is playing Animal Crossing. I am watching. I have streams on Twitch going on because of the stay-at-home stuff. And I'm staying at home more often than ever, so I need more content to watch. I'm watching a lot of Twitch streams. A lot of Twitch streams are playing Animal Crossing. Animal Crossing looks super fun. I feel like I'd get bored after maybe about a month of playing it. But it does look really fun. So what am I going to do? I don't have a Switch. I can't get Animal Crossing. I have Stardew Valley. That's why I've been playing a shitload of Stardew Valley. In the last week, I have played 94 hours of Stardew Valley. Prior to that... How many
2: waking hours have you had this week?
0: I don't know, a lot. Uh, Prior (laughs) to... Well, I say this last week. In the last two weeks, I've played 94 hours the total amount that I've played Stardew Valley before that was 139 hours. I've tripled Holy my playtime. Dear time. God. I've tripled my playtime. Holy play time. But I will say, if... Anything else? Like, I'm not upset that I don't have Animal Crossing. That's not really what I'm getting at. I will say that it's a really good background noise <laughs> <laughs> for when I don't have anything else to watch. There's like just some cute stuff where I'm watching them fish or catch a bug or uh, make clothing or whatever it is. It's pretty good, I have to say. Uh, the, the reason why I'm playing Stardew, other than like just the Animal Crossing sort of like like fueling m- my need is uh mm-hmm. I have a perfectionist sort of streak and the issue but is that But not
2: completionist. Mm,
0: yes and no. So the problem is that huh. of the 94 hours that I've played I haven't gotten past the first month yet. <laughs> because I how keep you, on like, How does
2: time pass in Stardew Valley?
0: Oh, like the game only saves when uh when it basically when you sleep. When you sleep. So yeah, it's really the end easy. Of the day. Hold on one second. No. I think his Ugh. food's here.
2: Boo. I told him his food would arrive literally in the middle of a podcast.
0: I know. How rude. We it's told him like... so. Derek, say hi to the Odafest podcast. Hi guys. Got... <laughs> Can you Hi, hi Derek. Derek. That's Angelo and Nancy you're talking to, and now you're going to be on the internet. Do you want to say anything to the internet, like chill your restaurant or anything? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, buy local people, uh, buy local food. Uh, I'm going to go quickly downstairs, (laughs) so Angelo and Nancy talk, and I will be right downstairs, Derek. I'll see you. Be
2: be that way. Wow.
1: I think the longest I ever played uh, Stardew Valley for was... When the multiplayer update came around, uh, me and a couple friends started playing, and so we got through, I think, one year, maybe one year in a season. But after that, we just couldn't arrange time to play together, and since everything was on my PC, they couldn't play without me.
2: Ha! That's hilarious. Oh,
1: so it 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 went pretty bad.
2: Huh. I don't know. I haven't... So actually, I don't even think I own Stardew Valley. I think that's been on my list of things to buy for a long time, but I've been trying to save money anyway. So I just haven't been looking at Steam sale emails in the last, oh, year.
1: You can usually find it on Steam sales for stupendously cheap. Like, the value per dollar that you get out of it is pretty good. But at the same time, it's like, if you've got other things to play...
2: So I do need to actually go back and play Witcher 3 again because I did screw up like monumentally and I completely missed a very uh, important story side quest thing just because Yennefer pissed me off and I just decided not to go see her when she was (laughs) like, oh, and I need to talk to you about something important and I need you to come see me. It's important. And then I just didn't
1: you're like, you know and what? And now I
2: regret it because no. now I'm missing that whole chunk of story and now I have to play the game all the way up till then to get it. And
1: That reminds uh- me of in uh, Skyrim. I was in the middle of a, si- of a side quest and some thief just came up and killed the guy that I was talking to what? so I couldn't finish the side quest. What? Yeah.
2: That can happen?
1: It's a really buggy system. Like well, I you mean, can cause Skyrim, things like, to happen okay. that just don't make sense and break the game. I uh, mean It's yeah. entirely possible to softlock yourself out of the main quest by doing bullshit like this.
2: That's hilarious. But also this is the stuff that Skyrim is most pop- like most infamed for.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Like, uh, <laughs> Bethesda made the game, but all the community mods are what make the game good.
2: Yeah, I can agree so with that.
1: It's, it's just a matter of...
2: <sighs> Did I ever tell you the story of why I rage quit Skyrim the first time I played it?
1: You didn't. What happened?
2: Uh, I was still getting used to the janky controls. Janky controls? Yeah. What's that? It's Skyrim. Uh, and I accidentally picked up something that I intended to just read. Like, it was a book. All I wanted to do was read what was in it. I didn't want to keep it. But I ended up picking it up, and after you pick shit up, you can't put it back anymore. So I was like, oh, well, whatever. I guess I'll just, you know, scrap this, move on. Moving along, you know, a few hours later, I am leaving town, and I get ambushed by a bunch of hitmen who have been sent after me. And at this point, I am not strong enough to take on four other guys. <laughs> I have oh, no. I I have fire magic equipped to one hand, and that's about it. So I strafe backwards for about fifteen minutes until I finally, eventually, kill all of them. Huh. and then I find out afterwards. You know, when when a squad of hitmen come after you, there's always a letter in one of their pockets. You know, and they, you figure out who sent them, and it was a dog. I accidentally stole a book from a dog that I didn't even want.
1: <laughs> oh my god, that's so stupid. Hello. It was a
2: dog in a shack whose book I accidentally picked up and couldn't put back. And then he sent me a, a hit squad and I was just so done. Like, i that was 15 extremely stressful minutes. And actually, it took longer than 15 because they killed me the first few times I tried to leave town. And you know how the auto-saving works. You try to leave town, and there's no, there are no save points before that.
0: Yep. I realize so I missed a similar similar chunk of conversation. Out of context, what Nancy said makes no sense. However, don't explain it to me. I'm going to have to edit this podcast anyways. I'm sure I'll catch up.
2: <laughs> we weren't gonna catch you weren't going to catch up it. anyway, Jay. This is all your so. own doing.
0: Of course My it is. My similar literally.
1: situation was uh, there's the giant camp right outside of Whiterun. And ah. so one of my first challenges to myself was I wanted to kill one of these giants and get whatever loot
0: they had. You fool.
1: And so I shot a giant, just one giant, made sure only one of them chased me, and I started running away. But my build was like heavy heavy armor, so you so didn't have a lot of stamina? stamina just. Yeah. And so to combat this all I had were, like, alto wines or whatever, where they give you stamina, but they make you drunk and blur the screen. Yeah. <laughs> and so I very soon find out, oh, shit, I can't do enough damage to this to this giant. What do I do?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And so I start running towards Whiterun, and I'm like, surely, surely if this giant is fucking around in, like, the fields or whatever, the guards are going to come and they're going to help me kill him.
2: <laughs> yes, surely. Assuming the AIs were programmed properly.
1: And no. They do not. They I don't literally care. went. I I pulled the giant right up to the gates of White Run where there were two guards, and they they were just like no lollygagging, <laughs> and I was just like, and I just running around, uh, jumping on things and climbing around, not trying to get killed by this giant using every single arrow I have to pop him. Eventually, it turns out I can't win. I fucked up. I get killed by this giant, and I just load, and I'm like, okay.
0: okay.
1: Don't fuck with giants. <laughs> if we're
0: talking, like, Skyrim, I, I don't think I've talked about Skyrim before, really. I only have one really fun story, and it has to do with the fact that when you play on PC, you can activate, like, the console menu, and you can you can cheat, is basically what I'm trying to say. But I wasn't cheating in the way that was necessarily, like, I want to be a god. I, wa- I was cheating because I was making... Uh, I wanted to make, like, really customized characters that were, like, based off of, like, that's an anime character, for example. Ah. So I had this one character based off of Bartholomew Bartholomew Kuma, which is a character, he's, like, sort of an anti-hero, antagonist-ish character in One Piece. And uh, basically his whole motif is that he's based off of like a bear therefore the name kuma and he has like this power Mm. where like um his power is the called like the pushing power sort of like a sumo kind of like like strike like you know like that that palm first strike kind of thing right and one of the things that he can do is that it's a very powerful thing but like if he pushes you even like when he touches you you'll be launched like it's not necessarily that it just does so much damage it just launches you like straight across the screen
1: dear god so
0: what i did was there's like a bear uh what do you call it styled or like visual style set of armor that has a little like there's even a little armor headpiece that has little bear ears and a little snout on top it's really cute
1: i like it <laughs> but you can get these i love that armor set but i like it
0: yeah you can but you can get these gloves that go with it and these gloves you can imbue them with like uh like higher melee damage just from your fists as opposed to using like a melee weapon and that kind of thing. So you know just um hitting and punching uh, does more damage which is pretty cool but mm-hmm. I also enchanted like a Fusro Da sort of enchantment nice. so when I would hit somebody eh, they would launch <laughs> off into I the love distance it. and it was super wow. fun. Oh my god. But the
2: That would be fun.
0: But the weird best part about it, completely unintended was the fact that, I didn't know this, but you know, like, in Skyrim, when you kill somebody, sometimes you get a kill shot screen. Like, if you shoot an arrow, you might see them, like, you know, like, slow-mo yeah. arrow enters their head yeah, the or whatever. Yeah, slow-mo kill shot. Right. There are, uh like, h- a hands-only melee finishing sc- uh scenes. The oh! Kill, uh, kill screens. So, if you're... If you will do, you know, lethal damage using just your hands in different scenarios. So if you were attacking someone head-on, like not stealth, there's one where like you literally just like, uh, you bash their head in like with your fists. It's like scary. Another <laughs> nice. really yeah, there, but my favorite one is when in stealth, you can go in and then you will literally pick up a dude and suplex them. To their death, <laughs> snapping their neck Whoa. in the process. And I was well, just like I do this. that that was like literally my favorite thing about that build. It was like that that surprise element. I was just like, sweet, I'm gonna go push things like my anime character. <laughs> no. Oh no, God. I suplexed a dude and I was like, I can never go back. I must suplex <laughs> all enemies. <You> are the <laughs> characters. Yeah. It was it was the uh my favorite. I have no idea how we got to Skyrim, but that was my contribution. <laughs> We were
2: we were really just sharing you know weird stories, stories. about playing games, right? Um, mm. But Angelo, are you watching anything in your backlog?
1: Not really. I'm not attacking the backlog at all. Uh,
0: really?
1: No. I don't know. I just I have no desire to just sit down for eight hours and watch anything right now.
0: I feel that. But can I say something about a show that's just coming out right now? Sure. Digimon Adventure is back. With a high That's budget. That. And it looks yeah. amazing. It
1: stars Ty and Agumon. Yes.
0: It looks really good. And I would recommend if you are an old school Digimon fan or just have no idea what Digimon really was, but you want something fun to watch. It's great quality. They've upped uh, all the animation quality. It's not just a... Like a remaster, it's a remake. Like they have hmm. uh, new scenes and Is everything like that. Is it a remake?
1: Like I thought it was all new.
0: Ah, uh, it's all new, I, but I, I think I there's like, but story. there's obviously like a very strong baseline to the original series. Does that okay. make sense? So like you have new animations, but I I feel like the storyline is gonna follow somewhat of what the old one was. I'm not a hundred percent sure on that detail, to be honest. But it does look amazing. To be
1: honest, I forget most of the detail of the original storyline.
0: Anyway. I do. That's, too. that's, that's fine. <laughs> that's just more excuse to watch something fun and sort of lighthearted. Well, All I remember time, is that they started doing y'all. things,
1: and yeah. then WarGreymon happened, and Hell then somehow yeah. Angemon was there, and then Devimon was there, and there was some. Guy See, you're getting hat. it. You're getting it. And then it turned out that. Some other Digimon turned into eggs, and then somehow, uh, other Digi-dudes, uh, merge with their Digimons, and yep. I don't fucking, you can, I don't remember. You can anything.
0: love Pokemon for, like, the games, and, like, the sort of general fun vibe it has, but you have to love Digimon for the story. This uh, Digimon story was so much better, and the character development is so much better, that it's an actual series. It's not just a Pokemon spin-off. It's not a Pokemon spin-off, actually. Digimon came first. But, uh... Hmm. yeah like characters, characters develop
1: really whereas ash ketchum is still a 10 year old kid
0: i think he might be 11 now but i'm not sure <laughs> oh wow. my god One i know whole year of mental yeah. in like 20 years 25 of years of existence yeah i know
2: so speaking of things that were fun to watch i recently finished adventure time for the first time i have watched i haven't
0: finished it yet so don't seasons yeah i think i've only watched four episodes don't get too,
1: far. Like episode, don't get too
0: far but like i like okay. yeah go ahead I, wa- I, so, I will watch it, though. I will.
2: Okay. I mean, I would <laughs> I would watch the last, like, seasons with you again, because I've only seen the last few seasons once, whereas the ones that came before, I've seen those probably three times now. Mm-hmm. So, this most recent spree was me trying to introduce it to Sean, and um, there are definitely a lot of episodes that are like, man, they were on a lot of something. Mm-hmm. Like some of the some of the weirder filler e episodes were kind of, but like the thing I noticed most was that towards the end they started doing more multi episode arcs, like longer arcs, the ones that actually have like right. a significant yeah. amount of plot yeah. instead of because I I noticed uh, towards the beginning of the show that they hint at stuff. And it, it yeah. seems really inconsequential, and they just sort of keep hinting right. at things. It, it's
0: very, but at the beginning, I remember it's very much problem of the day. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. uh, you know, yep, there's a small yeah. thing, but like I, I remember leaving off around sort of when Jake meets his father, sort of thing, Ooh. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that starts really tipping off into uh some like like that's not story it doesn't start i mean like the whole ar- overarching storyline really starts off way with like marceline and and ice king and stuff like that
2: yeah that that one really gets me
0: yeah it should it, it should get anyone who's uh, a fan of adventure time if you can't get into that then i don't know why you're watching um yeah yeah Bef- it's got a very post-apocalyptic sort of storyline that I'm not a hundred percent sure. Yeah, except you don't sure realize of. it. Yes, well, you don't which don't is sort of very it, relevant. Adventure right now.
1: Time is post-apocalypse in the same way that Kimono Friends is post-apocalypse. Yes.
2: Oh, oh my goodness. Yeah. I haven't thought about that show in a little while. Uh, Wait,
1: Nancy's actually seen Kimono Friends.
2: I've seen bits of it. Yeah. Oh, okay,
1: but yes, and... they're post-apocalypse in the same way.
0: Yeah. I. One we're, we're wrapping up pretty uh, quickly here on this episode, I believe. But um, before we get to the end here, there's one thing I want to say about sort of this whole situation, which is sort of, I want to talk about the end of our current predicament, our global pandemic fears and things like that. This is not any sort of advice. This is not any sort of, uh, this is just an opinion. My opinion is that, even though the world is looking pretty weird right now, and I'm sure some people are having a harder time with it than others, I honestly think we're going to come out of it better than we were going in.
2: I think so too.
0: I There are a lot of things that I know a lot of people are bummed out about, whether it's employment or your personal life, or maybe like, you know, the the wellness of your friends and family members, because maybe you have to be away from them and it's difficult, Um, But the things that I think that are going to be much better in the uh, after Corona sort of landscape, we're going to be better at sanitization, uh, which is also which is just a good baseline. We're going to be celebrating uh, together sort of our ability to be social people. Um. Even uh, and this has nothing to do with being like a extrovert or introvert or anything like that. But I'm sure that you want to see your friends. You want just to be able to go out and do something that you, uh, normally would be able to do before all of this happened, such as just go out to the pub or or go see a movie or whatever it might have been.
2: Go play your weekend session right. of D and D. And I just
0: want. And I want to say that with that. Knowledge in mind, like you know think what 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 I've got what are the things I've gotten cancelled or postponed we're talking we're not just talking big events, we're talking about birthdays, we're talking about weddings, we're weddings. talking about uh uh you know just minor get togethers we're even talking about sad things you know like like unfortunately like funerals and and other procedures like that, but those are social gatherings, those are all important and part of the uh, part of the reason why like you know if you're worried about the economy for example the economy goes down because thing people aren't doing anything because we can't do anything right now but we are building up that sort of urge to do so and while it's really important to remember that you know we have to stay at home and do our part while all this is happening when it's finally over we're going to see an explosion of people sort of getting together like never before I don't mean just on Tinder. (laughs) I do mean, like, (laughs) you know, like, honestly, genuinely wanting to be social with each other, um, sort of, you know, living life the way that we should be living life um, because we realize that we've been taking a lot of things for granted, you know? Yeah, and I think yeah like people are going uh, like, so, like like going... sorry it's just that people are going to be like i think people are going to be celebrating right after the like the as, as soon as things are actually giving the all clear one day who knows when that's going to be but once that's going to happen people are going to be like i'm going to celebrate that birthday i'm going to have that wedding now i don't care how many people can make it we're going to do this you know together and and just have fun and fill it with love and that kind of thing you know so
1: what next year is going to be a hell of a party
0: Everything's oh gonna be a goodness. hell of a party. I yeah. I, I really want to have that faith in it, you know. So, but in the meantime, my my that's my real hope. My only concern is that people are gonna get impatient and we're gonna prolong this more than we need to. And I'm really hoping that doesn't happen. Of course. Um, but yeah, like it, it, you know, in the meantime, as long as we all can pull together and do the very simple thing, technically, that we are being asked to do. Uh, Stay
1: at home. Yeah,
0: then honestly, the payoff is going to be amazing. People are going to go back to work. People are going to see their family and friends and just do all the simple, silly things that you were doing before, but you're going to appreciate it.
1: Yeah.
2: Definitely. So. Yeah. I think you've hit it right on the head there. Yeah.
0: Uh, I don't but... know. <laughs> did anyone else have anything to add to that?
2: Well, in the meantime, no, like, what good. do you guys... Doing to sort of circumvent being able to physically hang out with people,
0: I'm doing this. This, yeah, I'm and doing this too. Jackbox games, but I can and only do
1: this for like five more minutes before my battery runs out.
0: Watch parties <laughs> and everything like that, just hanging out with people in general. So,
2: I don't think I've been on Discord more. Holy cow!
0: Yeah, and getting into Twitch communities because I didn't really do that before, just getting into online communities in general because I, I never really tried that much to do that. Um,
2: I thought Twitch streaming would be a lot scarier than what it has been, and my hats off to Bayfar for doing a lot of the work. But people on, like people in Twitch communities, are so nice. Holy cow!
0: Yeah, they're they're uh, some something to be appreciated for sure. Um, yeah, I don't really, th- I don't think I have anything else to say other than that. But other than, that, I hope everyone keeps fighting by sitting. <laughs> <laughs> right
2: fight by staying the hell at home exactly
0: there was i think it was something like snoop Dogg said something along the lines of your grandparents or parents were asked to go overseas and fight in wars but you're just being asked to stay at home so i'm pretty sure (laughs) we can do that um yeah if no one else has anything else to add uh i think we'll finish off this episode thank you for listening as usual I don't know if Angelo's still with us.
2: I miss you guys.
0: I miss you too. That's
2: all I wanted to say.
0: Yeah, it'd be nice to record uh together again one day. One day. I'm pretty sure Angelo Soon. died. Yeah. That's, <laughs> but that's uh, okay. Really that's
2: unfortunate. <laughs> Press F. F F F F F F. Pay
0: respects. All right. Stay safe out there, and uh we'll catch you on the next episode.
2: Yeah. Of Oda Thanks, Fest
0: everyone. Z. Bye.
2: Bye.
0: Angelo says bye. That's my best impression of him. I can't actually do it.
2: That was pretty good actually.
0: I tried. Bye.
2: <laughs> bye everyone.